A woman of power is one who is called and directed by God, one who walks in and utilizes her God-given gifts, one who has true power and authority. Welcome to the new series, Women of Power. All right, so we have Ashley here, and Ashley is a speaker at the Women of Power Conference in 2023, and I'm super excited. What this series is about is introducing you to the speakers and allowing you to get to know them before you meet them at the conference. Our hope is that you're going to arrive in Los Angeles, California, ready and prepared for what God is going to do in the space and that you're there to receive. So I have Ashley here, and I do encourage you to go to our event page, check Ashley out and our other speakers, get to know her. But Ashley, tell our listeners about you and who you are. Hello, and also thank you for having me. Um, like she said, my name is Ashley, and I just wanted to share just a little bit about myself. So my, um, I am a mother of a toddler. Um, to all of the mothers out there, I commend you because um, they tell you everything is, is a little crazy as a mother, and I am experiencing it myself. <laughs> So just kudos to you, mom. You got it. Stick it. Stick in there. Okay. You got it. Um, I am a business owner of a skincare business and I love to help the youth and young adults and especially women um, and get involved in the community as much as I can. Um, even though the community is in another state, I do get involved in another community. Awesome. So I am looking forward to hearing what you'll speak about at the conference, and I'm sure the women will be excited for it as well. You are indeed our first speaker, so you will have the stage first, and then we'll have different activities that will be going on. So I'm excited about that also. I am not a mother yet, but I will be, and so I'm looking to learn in that space too, because I hear a lot of great things about being a mother and how it just helps you grow as an individual and allow you to look in the mirror. So I'm looking forward to learning from you about that as well. And the other things you'll share about women's calling, because the theme of the conference is called. And so the point is to be able to introduce and reintroduce for some, but also have the space where you can have more revelation about your calling and then get in this space where you understand other women and it's not just you don't know or you think you're on an island and no one else is going through the same thing and no actually you listen to the speaker and they say one or a few things or even a, a variety of things and you're like that resonates with me I didn't know that I was not the only one who yeah. was going through that sometimes you just got to be in that space so What's a highlight from when you were younger and how God moved in your life? For this episode, I want to focus on God moving in your life, kind of exploring then and now. So can you recall a time in your life when you're younger, when God moved in your life? Yes. Um, so I wasn't extremely young, um, but I do want to share about my first uh, semester in college. Um, and I did go to Vanguard University. While I was there living in the dorms, I started to get this pain in my stomach. And it was it, it was so random and it was weird. Didn't hurt too bad. But um, I kept calling my mom, who just moved seven days prior to Salem, Oregon. 
So I went to college and my mom left. <laughs> so I um, told her, you know, um, I'm, my stomach is hurting. She's like, just drink some Gatorade. You know how mothers are. Just drink some Gatorade, lay down, get some rest. If it's still hurting, go to the doctor. So I went to the, the nurse practitioner at the college and the nurse practitioner was a lot more concerned than I was. And she thought it was my colon. And uh, the way that God moved in this story was that I went to the emergency room. Um, my friends literally dropped everything to take me. At the time, I didn't have a car and we were living in Orange County. So um, needing a car, was a, a car was essential <laughs> at that time. And so um, when I got to the hospital, they didn't believe that I was in pain. Um, and I didn't know at the time that my mom was just praying for me in the background as, you know, mothers who are in the church and believe in God as they do. And so um, she was praying for me and the doctor walked in while I was laughing, giggling with my friends and said that your appendix is about to rupture. We have to take you to surgery because my appendix was so inflamed that they figured my pain that I was dealing with should have been I should have basically been crying, screaming in pain, the way that it was inflamed. And so my mom, who seven days ago just drove up to Oregon to move, was trying to figure out how to come back. And God basically told her, like, trust me, watch me work. And in the midst of that, he also told me, you know, calm, calm your fears. Everything is going to be okay. I used to have a fear that I was going to, um, something was going to happen to me on the surgery table. And even though I grew up in church, I have faith. Sometimes you still have those doubts. You're like, God, okay, this is happening. But like, is something going to happen to me while I am under? And it was more just trust me, watch me work. And the same thing he said to my mom, trust me, watch me work. I have her. It turned out, you know, they did take out my appendix and my healing process. I mean, I was in pain, but I was up walking around. I was at school, maybe not the first two days, but um, I, I was back at school after that. And that's shocking because I just had my appendix removed. And so um, God really moved in that because he reminded us, myself and my mom, of who he is and what it is that he can do for us and that we don't have to worry. We don't have to think about what's next, what's going to happen, who, what, where, when, and why, because he's like, I have it. You just go and be a part of the experience and let me show you what it is that I can do for you as a, a person who follows me and believes me and loves me. So that was just a, a one way that God showed up, showed out and really, you know, moved in my life. Then I wasn't too much younger, but that is a significant moment in my life. <laughs> wow. What a story. Go and watch what God can do. That's a word right there. There are other things that I've kind of pulled out, kind of highlighted for me when you're talking is about the power of praying mothers. And I, uh, if you're on Instagram, you'll see like different reels and they'll have this audio of this mother that wakes up in the middle of the night and is praying. And then they come and they lay their hands <laughs> on you. And I just thought of that because when I was growing up, my mom would do those kinds of things. She would have Bible study with me and my friends, although we didn't appreciate it at that time. She would be praying different hours a night, putting the mm -hmm. anointing oil on us. And it is the result of that is who I am now. Yeah. So there's so much power in praying. They're not just passive words. They're not just empty words. They actually do things. And so that is awesome that you have a praying mother and you are a praying mother. And I think that's just can be the foundation of a household. And then you were saying how 
sharing how God healed you. God still heals. He yes. still heals and he can use individuals on this earth to do it. Whether you're young, old, you have a squeaky voice, you have an amazing <laughs> voice. That's the voice he gave to you. So use it, but God still heals. And I just want people to experience that. If you are ready to receive healing, go to the spaces where healing is, go to the places where the power of God is. And often it's, you don't even have to go to a place you can have in your home and say, God, I receive healing on today and he will heal you. And sometimes it may be instant. Other times it takes time as your faith grows, that the healing comes with that faith growth. But that was just powerful. And then the joy and the pain, you're sitting there laughing in the room with your friend as a doctor comes in and shares the news. And you're just, he's like, why is she just not in pain? So just realizing that God is with you, can trust him, that he's present with you. You don't see him. And sometimes you can have those silent seasons, but realizing that God is absolutely with us and he loves every single one of us. And one thing that comes to mind is that often you can, I know I can criticize myself to the point where I'm like, am I doing enough for God? I should be doing more. Am I dedicating too much time to this other thing? But realizing that God loves us and yes, he wants us to grow in our faith and the Holy Spirit will correct us, but God is still, is still gracious towards us. So how about recently? How about a time recently when God moved in your life? Recently, uh, we could start with um, actually this February that just passed. Um, So I was in a really deep place, a really dark place in in my life. And this February is the deepest, darkest place that I've ever been in. And um, I really had to go in and trust God in this place. And it wasn't something that I planned on doing. I I thought about just, you know, I'm over it. I don't want it. Just let me live and let me move on. And it's like I just shared with you earlier um, when we were talking that um, I I often think like, what would I do without God's grace and God's mercy and his protection? And in that moment, I didn't have that thought. I just said, you know what, because you are my God and you are supposed to be my savior and you are supposed to be my father. So recently when I was in this dark place, I, I kind of questioned him a little bit. And I said, I'm not trying to question you in a sense of who you are, but I want, I need to know what it is that you're doing in this season, because I don't understand. And I'm, I'm ready to just give it up and let it go and just walk away and move on. And in, in that time, I, my mom flew uh, my son and I to Georgia. She lives in Georgia. And it was so interesting because my mom was speaking at another church for a Valentine's Day conference. And it was so crazy how everything played out. I was at the church in the parking lot with my son because I didn't want to go inside. He was asleep. And then my mom was on the panel. And of course, grandchildren love to be with their grandparents. So we just waited outside because he would have been trying to (laughs) get up there with my mom. And I was in the car like, God, you know that I wanted to be at my church service. I needed to be face to face with my pastor because that is who I wanted to lay hands on me because there is no way that I could live how I'm living. There is no way that I can be in this dark place. And in that time, I was like, oh my gosh, Ashley, you're allowing the devil to think that he has some power in in your life and in your situation. Like, come stand up, 
is what I basically was telling myself, stand up. And so when I walked into the church, I sat down. Um, of course, we were late because my mom was on the panel at another church. And um, when I sat down, I was a little nervous. I was shaking my legs while I was listening to the word because um, my pastor was already preaching. And I would say like 15 minutes later, the Lord immediately had her just speak to me. And one of the things that she said is, you know what you came here for. And that right there, she didn't even have to say anything else to me. That already was God saying, yes, okay, you came here for something and you asked me to show you who I am. And although I don't have to prove myself to you time and time again, I'm going to do that. And in this time, everything literally in the next, the 30 days after that started turning around for me in ways that I could never imagine. And it's like, just when I had my surgery, God showed up and showed out in ways that he did not have to, because he owes us absolutely nothing. And he was like, no, you are my daughter. You are my child. I was the sheep, the one sheep that got away and he came back to get me. And so God, I just, with that, I have been living in such a God, I know that things are still happening around me, but I have this joy, this joy that I've never had before. I have this love for other people and I'm learning to love out loud. And I'm just, you know, God really did. He turned it around for me. And for that, I am forever grateful, but that is what's happened now. And it's still happening for me. So I'm, I, you know, Jesus just, he does what he does. (laughs) Yes. And it's so beautiful because we can try to predict, okay, so God did it this way in the last season, probably going to do it this way, this, the same time, same place, probably the same person. And it's like, no, we can't predict God and we can't put him in a box. He is, he does whatever he wants to do. And sometimes it's not how we think it's going to be. And it's for our benefit because some of the things we think we need or want not exactly the things we actually need. And God knows exactly that. You said, my God, and I think that is so important that we make a personal relationship with God. Call him father, some call him daddy, like this is your personal relationship with him. So have that relationship with him. He is so ever present with us. We don't have to think, oh, he's just this being that's in the sky. He is with us. So call him father call him my god like you just said and then another thing that i feel that sometimes it is expressed that we cannot question god i think it's important to question him to have understanding because he has all the answers so if you have a question god i don't understand why this job wasn't the right one for me. Can you help me with that? And sometimes God will give you the answer or he'll just, something else will happen in your life and you're like, okay, there it is. That's the answer. So questioning God is important, not in the sense of his, who he is and what he's able to do, but in the sense of, I want to know and understand, especially when it comes to your calling. Okay, God, so you have some things going on in my life and these gifts you've given me, I don't understand. I also don't know how to navigate these gifts. So help me understand this. Why am I and X, Y, Z can explain whatever that calling is. So I think that was just awesome. Those, those points there. Okay. So what are some of the top lessons from this season? What season are you in, in your life? And what have been some of the top lessons? I right now am learning how to be patient and to take my hand off of things. So right now is a season of allowing God to be in control. 
And um, in that season, he's also, uh, he has me loving out loud. And that was something I did mention previously. And it's because I love the people around me. I love my family. I love my friends, but I don't necessarily love out loud. And sometimes I don't show up in person for them, but I'm rooting for them on the sidelines. And um, God is reminding me that in moments where I needed someone to not root from the sidelines to be there, like, hey, I love you. I'm here for you. I understand that you might be going through things, um, but just know that I am a person that you can count on. And so um, within that, he's also showing me that there are people that he's placed in my life that have the answers or have been through some of the things that I am currently going through. And if I allow God to have control, he can allow them to move and to help me in those situations. And one of those people happened to be my pastor. Um, and I was very stubborn with her a little bit uh, with sharing and telling her what was going on because I'm such a, I'm a homebody and I'm just a private person. And it could even be my mom. Sometimes it takes me a long time to share things with my mom, but God is like, no, I, I put you in a position for you to be vocal about the things that you're going through. And because those things, when you're learning from the people who've already experienced that, you're going to go through it and you're going to be able to help and guide other people. And so I'm just learning how to take my hands off of situations, how to be quiet and rest my mind, because, you know, we know minds can go a thousand miles a minute, a second, and sometimes it's hard to quiet it and, and be able to sit and listen and hear God. And so that is really the season that I am in to learn to be patient, to wait, let him be in control and just learn to love out loud. And it's it's been a little interesting, but honestly, even through the bumps, the bruises and everything, I am enjoying this journey because it's teaching me so much about myself and God and the people around me. So I really, I, it, it's, it's like, oh God, really? I can't figure it out myself, but it's also like, whoa, like this is a little easier when I'm letting God handle it. Like, why didn't I know how to do this beforehand? Or why didn't I allow him to do this beforehand? So those are just key points of the season that I'm in right now. Yeah, that patient aspect is like an ever like, okay, here's another place where I need you to have patience. Here's another opportunity. Let's see what you do in this space. But often we can have a strong grip on something like, okay, so I'm going to figure this out. And then we try to put God to the side, like, okay, so I'll, I'll call on you when I need you. And then you over here struggling and you could have just let that go to God and he would have took care of it, but you over here struggling. We in a place of frustration, your own frustration, because Mm -hmm. you decided to do it on your own. And I've had Mm -hmm. a lot of instances where I'm like, I'm going to do it this way. Even with my business, I would say the first year I was like, yeah, so it's about the numbers. It's about the revenue. I'm going to do this. And this is how I'm going to get more clients. And then when I completely let my hands off, I'm just like, I'm exhausted. I'm going to let you do it then that's when the the blessings flow and God's like, all right, so now that I have my hands on this, instead of you trying to strong grip with me, (laughs) I can do what I need to do. And loving out loud, I think that is amazing and that people need that. The online liking a post is great, but that's not much 
versus right. you actually sharing a few words. Sometimes it can just be a sentence you share and you send a text message. I'm so proud of you. That could mm-hmm. really touch somebody in that moment. And I think that's amazing that you are choosing to do that for someone. And in turn, you will receive that, that loving out loud is important. And being vulnerable is important too. Yeah. And I would say being vulnerable with your people, because there are certain spaces, certain connections where you have that vulnerability, but then there's the intimate settings that you can have a conversation with that person or those people, and they will give you exactly what you need. So you're not sitting and going through things that they could say, actually, in order to avoid that, this is what I did. And especially in the spiritual space, and I say the spiritual space, according to the most high God, that you can have someone who has experienced something in the spiritual realm or experiencing Mm -hmm. something as far as your spiritual gifts. And you just say, well, I've been experiencing this. And they're like, oh, yes, me too. And and it's a, oh, okay. So I am not crazy. Or, okay, I have understanding that I'm prophetic or I'm an evangelist. So, so many opportunities, if we have the ability and desire to be vulnerable, that God can reveal things to us that we would not be able to have that revelation had we not have a conversation or just talk about it with someone. So I think that's great. So as we close out, how can you encourage our listeners about knowing their season and knowing how to navigate their season? So I actually learned this lesson earlier this year, and I am 24. I have been in church my my whole life. And um, I just wanted to be open about that because sometimes you don't know what season you're in because you have so much going on. And I, I just want to encourage you to take a moment to sit down, to sit down, turn everything off, And if you're a parent, you know, try to find something to occupy your children the best way that you can, but just sit down and inhale and exhale. And, and in the season, if you don't know what season you're in, that's the most important part. It's just to sit down and quiet your mind. And even if it takes a few times to sit down and learn how to shut everything off uh, around you and in your mind, because sometimes God needs it quiet to tell you, okay, hey. This is what's going on. And this is what sometimes the Lord tells you, this is what you're going to go through. And a lot of times people don't believe that God will tell you, but that's biblical. (laughs) The Lord will share with you um, sometimes what it is that you're going to go through and not in the full capacity, but in in the, I just want to let you know. So I want you to read this scripture. I want you to do that. And, And one thing that I can say is stay focused stay focused in days that you feel like, okay, I don't want to read my Bible. I don't want to pray. Remind yourself that if you don't know what you're doing or what you're supposed to be doing in this season, that God can literally tell you to read a scripture and it'll show you right there. So just take the time to remain focused and quiet your mind and really talk to God and speak to God. And if you don't know, if you have someone you can reach out to or a mentor, have them pray with you because sometimes the, what you need comes from someone else. So it's okay to reach out and it's okay to tell someone else, like I'm stuck. 
I don't know what's going on, or I'm in this season and I don't know how to get out of it or when I'm going to get out of it. I don't know what God's going to do in it. And in, in those times where you're frustrated or even when you're happy, still remain in that, that time frame in your season of staying focused and staying in your word and making sure that you talk to God. And, and rem reminding yourself that prayer is a conversation with God. You don't have to always get deep. And um, I was told when I was younger one time that this is by somebody who wasn't a leader in the church. It was just an adult. And they said, if you're not speaking in tongues, the Lord is not going to understand what it is that you're saying. And I said, well, that's false because we all speak our own languages. Not everybody speaks English. Every, people speak different languages in other countries and even in this country. And so if God, I, I always sit down, I talk to God like he's my friend. So just understand that in this season, God is whoever you need him to be. Just like how we're having a conversation about our seasons and what the Lord is doing. That is how I talk to God sometimes. I just sit down and I say, hey, God, listen, I don't know what's going on. And I'm not sure what it is that you're trying to walk me through. But I need you to guide me and help me because you are the person that I can look to for this. So I'm asking you to show me. And so that is just one thing that I would like to encourage you guys to do to really tap into your personal relationship with God and the people who are connected to God around you, because God can ha have them assist you through this season. So just stay focused, take time to, to be quiet and, and have everything quiet around you so that you can really hear. And, um, Remember what it is that you're going through in your day. You know, if you need to journal, sometimes you can tell what you're going through in your season by keeping a track of what you go through on a day-to-day -day basis. So all of those things are things that I do myself um, or I have done myself. And so I do hope that that encourages someone because really God is everything that we need him to be. And he will place people, things or whatever we need in our lives. And if we just sit down and have a moment and really try to tap in and learn what it is that we're going through, then, you know, you'll be able to go through this season and get to your next, you know, season, your next open door. So that is just what I'd like to share about encouragement of seasons. Okay, so we listened to Ashley today, and I am super excited for you all to get the wisdom motivation from Ashley at the conference, as well as our other speakers. We're excited to serve you. We're ready to serve you. We're ready for that space for you to come and receive what's necessary for you. So some of the details about the conference, it is February 11, 2023 in Los Angeles, California. Please do stay connected with me and Ashley to learn more about the conference. If you are connected with me on Instagram, the link is already there for you to purchase your tickets, keeping in mind that the ticket prices will rise in September. So Go ahead and book your flights if coming from the east, west, wherever you're coming from. We're super excited to have you. And I am excited about this series as we continue and looking forward to you tuning in. I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can also get your tickets there. Even if you want to pin it, bookmark it to your browser. We're excited to have you there. So thank you so much, Ashley. And we will see you at the conference.